Hey guys, welcome to the Let Me Call You Back podcast. This comedy podcast features Declan Brooks, my brother, and an aspiring stand-up comedian on our weekly phone calls. We talk daily happenings of life, ludicrous news, and comical interactions with others while out and about in the world. Please enjoy. Second, hold on. Whoa, wait, 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 wait. Just, while you're getting excited, so. this is how you get you get started. <laughs> it's a good introduction. Come on. <laughs> we already have music. All right. We're back. Yes. <laughs> you better put that part in. Hello, people. We're back here for episode 10. Getting it started, getting rolling. We're here with the talent of this show, Declan Brooks. Declan, say hello. Hello, peoples and peoples. I, uh, I don't know if you noticed when we were on the fishing trip to- last weekend, I like was dancing and Soup's like, why are you dancing? I'm like, because we suck at this. We're not catching any fish. Oh, like. <laughs> How are you, Raymond? I'm doing well. Doing well. Got up today. Got my life together. Went and got some coffee down the street. You've been slamming cocktails in nefarious places late at night recently? Um, a little bit. Not especially. I went out with my buddy, you know, John the Turk, last night. We had a couple drinks. And just talked about some shit we haven't talked we haven't talked in a while so hung out had some drinks it was nice nice i went out for dinner last night actually we just i'm about to get back on the road for traveling after i've had all the stuff going on and they're sending me somewhere next week so my girlfriend wanted to get some dinner and we went to a super italian bistro type place uh what's it I got a brand I got past i went to uh a... you see you were about to say you got bronzino i did i got bronzino <laughs> that's not, awesome not the... I like flambade stuff. You think that's what I thought the first time I ordered it there. I was like, what about the flambade this shit? I'm gonna look like a baller for $32. No way. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't that. It wasn't that at all. Um, Bronzino is just a uh, fried sea bass with mussels and crab meat and uh, shrimp stuffed in the fillets and wrapped in tinfoil and baked in a red sauce. Incredible. You have to use tinfoil? Uh, that's how they do it. That's how they bake it. I guess you can do it in a dish, but. Think about Dagos it. Large, do it. How the Wappas do it. Um, nah, the Varallo family over on Broad Street in Philadelphia. They're like one of the. I I laugh about it, but I also think it's super impressive. Her mom has been running this restaurant for years, and I have to look it up. They're I forget what number they are on TripAdvisor, but they're slinging dishes, dude. They're like, <laughs> they're in like the top five or ten of TripAdvisor's top one hundred in the country. Damn, they're so good. I didn't know you used TripAdvisor like that. I don't either, but they. When I walked in the door, I saw it on the wall, and I checked the facts, and it was right. Now it's do they have the fresh bread on the table, and they have balsamic carrots on the table? You know what I mean? Like pickled like carrots, carrots and shit, or pickled carrots and balsamic, and like garlic and onions. It's really good. I'd uh, fuck really with that. I can get down with it. We'll take you there one day. It's one of our favorite restaurants. They got the best creme brulee in the city, and <laughs> my. I like how you just did like a Trump thing. It's the best, the best, the best in the city. (laughs) You will 
hate other ethnicities if you eat it. <laughs> yeah. No, it was incredible. I, uh, the, the kid there that was working, our waitress was kind of like distracted. So like the, I don't think he was a waiter. I think he was actually like a table runner, but he was just helping the whole time. It was cracking me up. He, he knew somebody from like people I know and everything. So from there on, he just treated me like trash, like a friend. <laughs> like he'd bring something out to Christina. And she's like, I hope you enjoy it. I'm like, thanks, man. He's like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where did you say this is at? Uh, over on Broad Street in Philly. Uh, Esther Restaurant. He knows Vinny. He knows Joey and Larry and <laughs> Mikey Eyes. Eats gabagool with his grandpa. <laughs> Joey no. Bones. Joey Bones. Dude, no, literally, we walked in there and we're, we got the most wop shit you could get. Christina's not Italian at all. Very Irish and white. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, give me the Calamad. And give me the brajol. <laughs> Literally, funny. what we get every calamari and brajol. It's so fucking good. That sounds great. Yeah. That made up. Christina said it last night. She's like, all the seafood we got really made up for uh, Christmas dinner. I'm like, you're damn right. <laughs> I, was, I was slamming good Italian seafood. That's dope. I was curious because you you went to that funeral recently for our aunt, and I was curious <laughs> if you guys went out to eat or not. And you can go over the whole thing about what, what went down. How it was so i'll i guess i'll give the ending first after we why? went out why would you start with the ending you asked if we went out to eat and it's subject matter for the food talk we're going uh, right now for a restaurant page right now um we went to shalene's over in westville new jersey cream of the crap people <laughs> incredible wings roast beef sandwiches um the people that have known our father our entire life still work there and run the place so he walks in he's like oh hey oh it's you and they're like it's you <laughs> nobody knows names they just act like they know people Word to god that's how it goes and then we're sitting there and a guy walks in like a guy wearing like construction clothes like he just got off work so it's down at the corner and goes hey it's you <laughs> daddy and him have a it's a you it's one of those moments yeah, I'm down here doing this and that. He's like, how you doing? I'm like, I'm over here doing this and that. He's like, still coming here, right? He's like, yeah, wings are great. <laughs> One of those conversations. It was hilarious. Now, that's where we went to. It was good. Dude, I, I got wings and calamari there, too. <laughs> I walk into places. I'm like, you fry squid in this motherfucker? <laughs> that's funny. With the funeral. I'll, I'll anybody hold on i have to finish the calamari rant i worked at z bar so delilah's next door had a menu of incredible food because delilah's if you go on google they are a steakhouse first the strip club right then a titty bar yeah <laughs> <laughs> and they have incredible, they had incredible food when i worked there their calamari has a pesto crema knock your socks off gotta go to the strip club just for the calamari is that on Look columbus that. is that what that is uh off delaware ave yeah. of uh spring garden mm. Don't with go to the, the lights, with the lights in the middle of the street. We're not plugging. I'm not recommending going to the strip club. I was just saying they had the best calamari in the city. For me. <laughs> so the funeral was up in Bridesburg, uh, and that's like where Daddy's from, like where our family's from. And uh, so North Philly is Northeast North Philly is where we're from. Um, Bridesburg, Frankfurt, all those areas. Mayfair. And uh, so the funeral was up in that area. And, you know, we saw, like, half the family. Not everybody shows up. Um, I don't know who. By the way, our Aunt Maria, 
who's like our divorce. I hope she's watching this and hears this. Shout out. Like she's shit, Maria Torino. Shout out to Maria. Um, <laughs> Maria she, Torino? That's a Dago ass name. I don't believe she still fucks with us. That's how deep her blood runs. She's real Italian. <laughs> We're like a typical North Philly Irish family. Like half the family don't speak to each other because of like a argument over a handshake deal back in the 70s. <laughs> So uh, she fucks with the pod. Shout out, Maria. Um, so we're there, and it's people like that at the funeral. And I was happy to see the people that were there. Um, but whoever the priest they got was, was the best. Like, he was doing his hour. He was doing crowd <laughs> work. Like, I don't know if he, like, re- he said it multiple times. He's like, I'm retired from being a, a priest. I was a priest for, like, over 30-plus years. He's an Episcopalian preach, pre- uh, priest. He's married, has kids. Um, and he's retired. He started at the beginning of his clergy in the. He tells this whole story up front. Like uh, I started my clergy in the south of Missouri, and then I moved up to Philadelphia ten years ago. And he's like, uh, my first. He tells the story at our aunt's funeral, Raymond. Like up there, up front. Like my first event in Philadelphia when I first came here and worked here was a wedding, and I went outside to get some fresh air after the events, and all the bridesmaids were in a circle, and you know what they were doing smoking marijuana <laughs> one of our i don't know if you know who bev is or midge the very old old woman that we're friends with aunt, our aunt who just passed away was like in her mid 80s i was her best midge friend best friend yeah bev goes did you get high it was like <laughs> she asked the priest in the middle of the funeral this thing just started hot from there on so this guy started with this conversation it was just funny he was like just holding court telling like before any of the prayer service begins, he starts going, he's like, you know, I'm getting old and I can tell my kids don't like me. You know how I can tell my kids don't like me? Because everybody's in the other room and nobody's talking to me and I'm not there. <laughs> he said this in the opening statements. All right, tells all of these things, telling the joke about this and that, those, the, the smoking pot at a wedding and then that, and then goes, all right, so let's get started. It's Jane, right? Like he didn't like, know her name? He forgot her name for a second. So, like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about? It's Jane, right? And he immediately saves it. He's like, sorry. He's like, I'm just getting old and forgetful at this point. He's like, I did her brother Eddie's funeral eight years ago, whatever it was. Her brother, our Uncle Ed, died X amount of years ago. And when Jane was there, she apparently loved this guy's service she gave for Eddie. And, uh, she was like, I want you to do my funeral if you're al- if you're alive and around when I pass away. So this guy apparently did Uncle Eddie's funeral. <laughs> this is how trash a this story. A man of his word. A man of his, like, I'll be there. He fucking did. That's how awesome this guy was. He actually was like, I'll be there. I put that shit in my calendar. <laughs> he like knew what the day was going to be, I guess. But yeah, dude, that's how this service goes. I don't know how he could just read the room. He's like, like gives a whole service. It's good. Has a couple prayers and whatnot. Then he goes, he's like, it's crazy when the other half of the family don't talk to the other family, am I right? He's doing crowd work, Raymond, literally crowd work. <laughs> like, seeing if it's working. Like, I was like, like, pretty weird when so-and-so touched that one younger member in a family, am I right? <laughs> he's <laughs> killing. He's just murdering. He's like, go birds, am I right? Everybody's like, go birds, yeah. <laughs> spelling it. No, it was quick. She was cremated, so they went and did a service there, and then they went up to uh, North Cedar Hill Cemetery up in North Philadelphia. 
is where they put the ashes at. We didn't go with them. We went and saw uh, the other uh, parts of our... De- like we went and saw Nanny Joan, our grandmother. Sexy Nan? Uh, <laughs> sexy Nan and Fat Nan. <laughs> that was the name of our great-grandmothers, Sexy Nan and Fat Nan. If you want to uh, like trace our lineage and you know get some credit to our history, we had two great-grandmothers that the way they told them apart was the fat one they called Fat Nan. And the skinnier one that must have been pretty at one point, they called her Sexy Nan. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) That's so weird. That's just how they always said it. I know. And it was like, without a... Dude, you remember Fat Nan had one leg at one point? She was (laughs) hella dying. They took that shit. They cut it off. (laughs) Yeah. even took my leg. (laughs) Our family's all types of fucked up in North Philly. That's how you can verify our lineage right there. We get done, go to the funeral, uh, go to the uh, cemetery, and we're driving around his neighborhood. He's like, I'm like, hey, where was your first house at? And he goes and finds it. So he finds his first house and shows it to us. He's Talking like, about daddy, right? Yeah. He's like, uh, he's like, when you were a kid back then, you just hopped the front steps out of the front yard. You didn't even take the steps. You just jumped over your neighbor's shit, this and that. He's like, the lady next door put up a rose bush to try and keep me from jumping into her front yard, and I still did it anyway. Daddy was just talking about, like, all this stuff he used to get into, which was awesome, which spawned him talking about his first fight. He made it a right around the corner, and, like, around the corner in the alley. He's like, that's where I got in my first fist fight. I'm like, what happened? And, like, long story short, he's like, so-and-so, Tommy McGavin, some Irish-ass name. He's like, me and him were getting into it in the alley, and I beat the shit out of him. And he's, I'm like, how old were you? He's like, I'm 11 years old. He's like, and then you, you know what else happened? He's like, his sister came up behind me and punched me in the back of the head. And I turned around and beat the shit out of her too. <laughs> like, how old are you? He's 11 years old. I'm like, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> towards you immediately. We're like, whoa. He beat up a chick. Hey, he was 11. There's a statute of limitations on that shit. <laughs> that's 40, it's 50 years. I mean, we can't get him in trouble for this. But yeah, daddy beat the shit out of that bitch. <laughs> i thought it was the best first first fight story i've ever heard honestly was the funeral like emotional and shit were people laughing what was it like yeah it was people were laughing yeah people were emotional being as we have this like great divide we call this the great that's what the phenomenon is between irish and italian families the great divide where you don't know half your family um we had that relationship with aunt jane where she was close with us right yeah yeah very maria kids had that relationship with her too yeah like the girls did well jane was always friends with all of the kids and always tried to take care of the kids and like mm-hmm. Haley and um you know like rodney and amanda mm-hmm. oh yeah she was a, she was a very interesting woman i i said it in my facebook post sharp and opinionated like uh, how many Christmases did she just show up and spit super hateful left-wing shit? Like, yeah. you guys are bullshit. Clinton's great. <laughs> she just came in trying to start political wars. We're having, like, we're eating the cheesecake, and she's like, so, uh, fuck Bush, am I right? <laughs> happened for, like, a solid three years in a row. Yeah. Like, Bush was a good man. Have you ever met him? <laughs> <laughs> she would just argue. She also... She would not help whatsoever at any party. She would never help, like, in the kitchen or anything. She would just sit down and try and be served. I love that you brought that up, because our mother, our mother has MS, and she's, like, you know, needs some help sometimes, especially in those twilight of the years. And Jane would be completely able to, and Mommy, like, needs help. And she'd just sit down, like, no, you got it. 
<laughs> we're like call her from the table to the kitchen like elisa yeah i know or how about the uh years before that even before mommy like started to slow down a little bit she would ask her to help her do something and she would just be like okay and just sit down or go in the other room yeah like nope like blockers on r.i.p you know what else jane she was super into like i don't know if you call it scrapbooking or making photo albums so we have albums that uh maria or no engel's wife gave to daddy when we were leaving yeah and she has like supposedly like hundreds of pictures of us and shit you remember how every year for christmas for christmas for our birthdays she would show up with the photo album of us from our youngest to our oldest. Yeah. And she would add a photo in or a couple photos in each year. Um, also the best ant gif I've ever seen the comic book section from the week before, prior, like the Philadelphia Empire, every, every birthday. I don't know what she gave to you. But the gift she gave me every year was Ritz crackers and easy cheese. Wrapped oh, yeah. In the yeah. She would wrap I, presents in the comics, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was the most OG shit ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, went and talked about that at comedy. The that part of it, talking about Aunt Jane being dead, didn't really kill. But when I talked about Daddy punching a girl in the face, people were like, "Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah." It was good. It was a good way to to get that out of my head. Like I went to comedy like six hours after that. Like <laughs> went to the went to the funeral, and then later that night went to the comedy night and was like. So I had a bad day, right? <laughs> so how did the but, comedy night go? Anything good happen? Anything new? Good. I mean, literally, I went and talked about the funeral, and that got a good couple pops, hung out with some people. It was fun. I had my last comedy night in Philly for a little bit because I get back on the road to travel next week. So, like, I'll have work, and I'll probably try and squeeze in a couple of nights up in Connecticut, which I'm looking forward to. Um, comedy was good, though, this past week. It's been good. I've gotten to go to comedy once a week for, like, the past three or four weeks in Philly. So yeah. stayed I just went, I went to comedy night again down in Fells Point on Tuesday just to watch, check it out, meet some people, talk to some people. And actually they started a new room upstairs in this like really, really old bar. In the beginning when it started, there's probably like 25 different comedians there and I was the only person that wasn't doing comedy. And I spoke with the guy hosting it and became friends with some people. So the rest of the night... They're just referencing how I'm the only audience member, and all of the jokes are basically spoken at me. Yep. It was so funny. That's the that's a funny thing about like when you go to like a open mic. That thing is like that's a phenomenon. You're looking for audience members. The cool thing when you don't know anybody is you can treat everybody as an audience member. But when you're looking for your friends for like them to giggle at your jokes, you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should it's... just get up there and Jokes like it's anybody up there. It was so funny. Some guy, one of his jokes, he starts it with working the crowd, and he asks me, he goes, has anybody ever given you, or has anybody recently given you uh, any advice? And I couldn't think of anything, and immediately, like, three seconds into thinking, I thought, I was like, oh, wait, the homeless dude. And I gave <laughs> them, I gave him the, uh, don't stay safe, stay strong because safes can get cracked. And everybody was like, holy shit, that's fucking good. And they're like, where did you hear that? And I'm like, actually, a homeless man said it to us. <laughs> and everybody was just like, sat there thinking for like 10 seconds, like, damn, that's a good say. 
<laughs> it was it was so good it kind of like fucked up his joke and he didn't know where else to go. <laughs> Dude, we're out here changing lives, Raymond. We're taking we're taking the truth from the homeless people and we're sharing it with people in Baltimore and look how much you just changed people's lives. Yeah. It was fun. It was a good night. That's that's it. Think of how fucked up it was when I heard it. I was like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where I like she told me not to smoke crack and he's like, Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have you been writing jokes? A little bit, yeah. Raymond's about to be the next funniest comedian in Baltimore. God damn. <laughs> I'm trying. Also, I she found did... I found a new gig, I think, through a friend of a friend at a different comedy club, about a block from the one I've been going to. Called the Port Comedy Club. You're gonna be the fluffer? No. <laughs> it's a guy it's it's a guy that I've never played music with, but we talk about music a lot and he plays in a couple bands. And um He's always like uh, commenting or like saying nice stuff about my Instagram, like stories and stuff. I'll post some music things and they're looking for somebody to do, to play, the, <laughs> to play the grand piano between people going up on stage for their comedy variety show. Oh, so I thought you were talking, when you told me about this, I thought you were talking about like boarding music, like using a board and putting transitional music. He's talking no. about you playing Camptown Ladies and shit. Yeah, it would just be like cup like thirty second clips of music f for people to walk up to the stage and shit, intro people and just play little blurbs and stuff. That's where I would be uh, playing big baby drum songs like Cash Machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wanna, I want, I definitely wanna play like some cool shit, like you know, like short cuts of like some Drake songs and shit, or like, or even like James Brown shit, or fucking you know, just little pieces of stuff that people might know. Or just like hardcore gangster rap, just like drop it to the flow, make your ass. <laughs> or just like some fucking goofy bebop jazz weird shit. You know what I mean? Yep. But yeah, I think that would be fun. And I, I haven't contacted them yet, but I want to head down there. You, you should do it. It sounds fun. Yeah, that's like something I 100% want to learn and be able to do. Because it sounds easy. It's there's not much pressure. It's just short little pieces. Well, so in the Reading Terminal, you know the guy that plays the piano? Yeah. Do those people get hired, or are they just, you know, walking up to the piano like... It depends. Hmm. If it's a public piano or not. Actually, there's a website that'll show you all of the public pianos, like, around the country, where you can go play them. But um, sometimes they're public and anybody can play them, but there's definitely people who get paid, like, to do a short gig and just hang out and play all day. Nice. But yeah. That's what's going on. I got that going for me. Got that going for me. What's nice? Rodent problems in your apartment at all? In that, like, you're in like an old military barrack converted into an apartment, right? No, no. This house, it's, this is a building from like the 20s. It is really old, but it's been redone. I mean, there's like the wall in front of me is like a red brick wall from like the 20s. What is it? What was the building? I honestly don't know. I'm not Did sure. You'd be leaving cheese out on yourself at night. Do you be <laughs> no, I get no mice, no bugs, nothing. Shit's clean out here. As soon as we moved in here, there's mice. Like, immediately. Jesus. <laughs> and, like, I've caught one. I've physically seen them. Dude, like, I heard that. one. I was freaking out the other night in the, when I slept over at your house. I heard something by the tree just, like, moving. I yeah, thought that was it was Gary. a ghost. I was sat Gary up and I was, like, just staring at it. 
it stopped when I started moving and I laid back down. Still and then was I heard a ghost. it again. Yeah. House is haunted as fuck. The ghost just of Stonewall Jackson. Fucking Stonewall Jackson behind the tree, like, you should have won that war. <laughs> I caught one. It was during the day while I was at work. So Christina called me and says, I don't know if there's a fucking baby bird behind the wall outside or if there's a mouse behind the couch, but something's losing its mind back there. And it was a, a mouse caught in the glue trap, which is the worst way to catch mice. It's I feel disgusting. like terrible. It's so inhumane. It's inhumane, but I just, I've gotten used to it at this point where like, I just take the trap and waft it into the trash can and it lives there now until trash day. Oh dude, that's even worse. I don't even think about it. Just got to put your head out, Raymond. These people, these are fucking Mongolians. They're invading my home. <laughs> <laughs> They're invading, getting over my wall. I'm like, hey, Mongolians. Um, you got to build that wall. Yeah, pretty much. I, uh, but so I told Christina, just yeah, giving her heads behind up. You? Let's move to your left. Man, just got to, I um, friggin' saw one one night and I gave her a heads up. I'm like, hey, I don't know what's going on. This was like a week or two after it happened. I'm like, but you didn't see it. You were looking at me and completely distracted. A mouse ran behind you from the couch to the oven. <laughs> You're like, that's yeah, my friend. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> I'm like, because it's going to happen again. And it happened again, Raymond. We're sitting, here eating. we're sitting here eating dinner. Daisy's like playing with a ball. And then she's like, what? what's she doing? And she was acting weird. And then she jumps on the couch and a fucking mouse jumps out from the side of the couch and runs to the oven. And me and Christina are like mid bite dinner. Like, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> it's like Tom and Jerry. Yeah. It's fucking goddamn shenanigans going on in here. But the pistol whipple somebody. So I'm setting traps up and I forgot where I set one at, like right next to the oven. And it had a little peanut butter on there. And either she got curious my girlfriend, no, fucking the dog. Uh, either she got curious or uh, she rolled her ball over there. And the trap was going. And when we came home, she was acting like she was in trouble. And, like, we're looking around the living room because we went out for a little bit. We came back, and I was like, fuck, I didn't clean up that trap. It's gone. And we look over at the couch, and the trap is just stuck to the couch, just like a post-it note. <laughs> like, fuck. And I go over there, and it's just, like, literally, it's like a, a fucking... One of these, like an index size card trap, just like completely stuck to my cushion over here. And I peel it off, throw it out, wipe it and clean it for a minute. And I check her out. I'm like, one of you guys had to have had this on you and it got stuck up here. So I have to see where the glue's at. And she had glue like on her paw, like on her fingers. Just like, she must have been stuck losing her fucking mind. <laughs> I picture like her like like a, a literally like a bull in a china a, a bull in a china shop just losing her mind in this place until it got stuck to the couch and then she just slowed down from her panic attack and bean's just sitting there like you fucking idiot <laughs> she's like oh my god bean did you see that did you fucking see that <laughs> they're gonna be pissed when they get home Bean's so like, shut the hell up stop moving dude i can't imagine how long she was going crazy until she got stuck to the fucking couch I can't believe she got it off with her fur. I know she's like a fucking Velcro strip. She's a poodle. Yeah. Dude, I I really like nothing was damaged in here. There's no holes in the walls. There's no broken glass or things knocked over. It was just like she must have done it so quick and got stuck to the couch and then was like, uh oh. Uh oh, we're stuck to the couch. <laughs> like, 
God. <laughs> did you take down your Christmas stuff yet? I did right before this call. <laughs> you just before did got, it. You were running late on me, so I was like, I'm taking the Christmas tree down. What did you do? Just throw it on the lawn? Out front on the steps, actually. <laughs> <laughs> With all your other shit out there? My outside storage, you know. Your lawn art? My lawn storage. That's just... <laughs> It's just the side of the house. It's where you put things. You have that much shit out there? A little. Yeah. Enough. I got some things out there where people are probably calling it my outside storage. <laughs> you notice that guy's outside storage? Yeah, no. I moved in here and like we haven't put everything in the attic yet. The garage is just filled with shit and my tools. So I've just been leaving <laughs> like watertight containers <laughs> on the side of the house. <laughs> In a safe spot. That's a good a good way to leave that. Yeah. The neighbors <laughs> don't, don't care? They don't care. I mean, like, it's my driveway. I All my parking is there. My goddamn land. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> well, the that crazy bitch next door has got shit all over her yard anyway. Dude, that bitch is set up over there. Who is that she's again? Got, uh, Patty. Crazy Patty. Oh, my God, Patty. Of course she's Patty. Me and Christina were having like a disagreement about something the other day, and I guess we got a little loud. She was out front smoking a cigarette, and I heard, oh, my God, give it a rest. And I was like, Christina, I'm going to go over there and beat the fuck out of that old bitch. <laughs> I'm going to have our arguments in my house, goddammit. What the fuck? She can hear you in your house? She. That's how close the fucking houses are here. We'll think we're in the living room, and we were, like, getting loud about something, argue about something. Not arguing, but, like, he kind of put it. Now I was like, she needs a minor fucking manners because like, she said something to Christina one time. Christina is parked on the street in the public parking, and like street parking right on like parallel. Yeah, parallel parking across the street, and uh, I noticed this the other day. I drove by their house. I noticed this. They have one ginormous, ridiculous van parked out back, and then they have another one on the street. And Christina, I guess, like got too close to where the van parks across the street. And this woman was like making her correct her parking spot. Oh, and Christina's fuck no. came in like, yeah, I'm with the fuck Patty up. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, fuck Patty, that bitch. Fuck all types of wreck to me, dude. It's down. It's fucking set walk. We're about to go over there and whoop her fucking ass. <laughs> She's go, trying to say that's her spot on the street. Pretty much. Jesus pretty much Christ. Equally ridiculous, like 80s, 90s conversion vans. Like, one in the backyard, one out here. And, like, the reason why I guess she's pissed is her house is a, a shared wide driveway where it splits in the back so they can only get one. I can get, like, three cars in my driveway. Like, fuck you. But yeah. I was getting work done, and I needed to park across the street that day. And uh, the first time we ever parked in front of her house, she's like, you got to move that a little bit. No. We got to fuck Not Patty up. You ever have parking issues down there in Baltimore? Oh, so just the last night, actually, I walked up. So there's really? four spots behind my building in a small driveway that I, you have to pay for. I pay for one of them, a specific one, the third spot of the four. I pull in there last night. Somebody's in my spot. So I had to park like all the way on the end in the small spot. Was there a Mongolian in your spot? <laughs> <laughs> I think they must have been having a party. I think, you know, the old woman I spoke to a couple months ago, I think it was her daughter that lives on the bottom floor, but, um, they must've been having some kind of party. And I was like, th I was thinking, I'm like, do I call the towing company and get this car just towed or should I just be nice? 
Or just leave a very hateful, hateful post-it note on their car <laughs> and just threaten them. But I didn't do anything. I let it be. Just write a fucking fake story. I have a family and I have a wife with one leg. <laughs> I have seven kids, all from age, ages two to six years old. <laughs> I have this spot specifically because of the walking distance. And you robbed my family of the one simple joy we have. Drip some water on the paper, make it look tear-soaked. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I want them to feel the anger. Sign your name and then write a sad face. Like Brammy face, little teardrop. <laughs> got a new yat. I got a new tattoo. You got yatted? I got yatted. And this is what was annoying, though. I'll tell you what. Are you about to show us? <laughs> bust it out, son. About to, uh, about to bust it out. <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> It was Friday the 13th. One of my first tats on my arm um, is from a Friday the 13th flash tattoo. And I wanted to get a new one yes, a couple of days ago, whenever it was, Friday. Was it Friday the 13th? Yeah, you bet it. Uh, you bet you, buddy. <laughs> Why are you thinking about the tattoo, pal? Yeah. I was a good friend. Um, give me a second. So I called around to every shop. I'm going to need you to do the research on this one real quick. <laughs> Why nobody wants to do... Friday the Thirteenth flash tattoos anymore because they uh they didn't hold on show the camera real quick it's a thirteen bones fish um I was calling around shops trying to like get a tattoo and everybody like was annoyed I was calling to be honest with you I called like twelve different shops because there's probably so many people trying to do it no it's like apparently like one guy explained it like uh. Yeah, people don't really do it anymore. One person, like, ruined it for the rest of them. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know if, like, some type of event came up or something happened. Look up why don't people do Friday the 13th flash tattoos anymore. Just it, type says, it says, basically, demand generally has artists sweating their asses off as they tattoo a wild number of people with some shops open for a full 24 hours with long lines... And people not making much money at all off the tattoos. And people don't tip that well because they're small, cheap tattoos. They just don't feel like doing it. They'd rather probably just make more money off of the larger, more intricate pieces. I got a $60 tattoo and left a $10 tip. Does that make sense? It, was, it took the guy 12 minutes to do my tattoo. That doesn't seem too bad. I feel like a good, good pioneer out there. I was being a good guy. Yeah. I think, I don't know. Um, fucking, uh, no, it sucked. Because like, when I got the first tattoo, the first Friday the 13th tat, it was a skull moth, and it was $31 for $10 plus, sorry, $31 plus $10 for each color. And then I gave him a $20 tip on whatever top of that was. Yeah. It was like a 50-some dollar tattoo with $20 tip. I mean, I don't know. It didn't take the guy that long to do that one either. It was like a 35, 40-minute tattoo interesting i just uh i don't know i thought it was just like a part of the tradition of tats i'm a naive person i'm also a pussy i just started getting tattoos i guess to look harder yeah, <laughs> you're slowly becoming uh pete davidson is what you're doing yeah but kim k tatted behind my ear <laughs> go get christina's name branded on my ass <laughs> <laughs> we could just get a penny we'll just heat a penny up and just put a penny up against you 
should I brand myself with a penny? Should I put Abe on me? Yeah. I got Abe Lincoln on me for life, son. You should get him as the vampire hunter. Is that what it was? The movie? Where he's just shredded? He's just ripping around the ass, vampire style. Yeah, I got that new tat. Have you created new social media since we started doing this, or are you just slowly lurking in the shadows? What social media? Like personal or for the show? You're personal. Like you have you have your Insta, but you, Insta, but you don't really use Facebook, right? No, I only use Insta. It's the only thing I use. Facebook is for creepy moms, old people, losers. and that's our that's where most of our marketing comes from. So you. <laughs> <laughs> we're marketing to the 50 year old white women that are on facebook just aunt maria like that they're just slamming red wine just spewing conservative hate are you talking shit on you right now <laughs> no dude are you kidding me we're taking that out yeah bleep it <laughs> I, uh, recently we've had two of our parents age friends parents hit both of us up like nice this show's awesome i'm like i didn't know <laughs> We were doing it for you guys, but nice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Um, That's our demographic. Dude, the Facebook algorithms are weird as shit, dude. There's no way they're not hacking into my phone and trying to fuck with me. Like, Facebook's been bullying me recently, Raymond. <laughs> Facebook, for one, the company? I'm telling you. First off, our one cousin, she worked for Facebook, got fired, went on an extreme, extreme Facebook rant. Which I give it to her. I don't blame her at all. I get it. They just laid off like all their employees. Who is this? She, uh, I, it's interesting. I believe that <laughs> she works for Meta. Oh, she worked for like the metaverse. She was working for the coding and stuff like that. They fired her and her boyfriend, and like another eight thousand employees or something like that. Right? Then they fired so like a bunch. And uh. She was mad flexing on Facebook, talking shit on them. She was really not feeling their vibe. She was talking about it hatefully for probably about two months about this company. Still does. But she's doing all this on Facebook, by the yeah, way. They're going to fucking, they're going to blacklist her. So, uh, no, the reason why I was pointing this out is I swear, like, sometimes, like, it doesn't work. Like, I have issues on there with shit. Like, things in the app, stuff I report, never gets corrected, never gets fixed for my account. They don't give a Little fuck. Thing. Yeah, weird. Like I told you when I had the audio cut on that one reel, it was like a seventy thousand view reel and it was just like cut. You got seventy K views on a reel? Yeah, I got like seventy K views on a fishing reel. And uh I it just disappeared for a while. And then it came back and I it had a notification on it like this has been silenced for copywriting. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it was like something I recorded and made myself. That's weird. Never, and I looked into this, and you're supposed to get an email when shit like this happens. There's no records, Raymond. I did the deep dive. They wiped they're, the records. They're hiding the information. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I'm telling you, they fuck with me. They, they're bullying me. So, like, uh, I recently, like, reported a couple bugs on my account, and nothing's answered. And then, out of nowhere, I get a friend recommendation for, at one point, I was at a Wawa like when a few years ago and i'm in my work truck and i know i backed out first and this old motherfucker backed into me and tried to claim that we both just simultaneously backed into each other i wasn't worrying about it it was a work truck that i had that was like a beater that literally got the insurance on and it hadn't kicked in yet like literally that new i had just got it that beat up chevy i had yeah 
And he's like, oh, well, my quarter panel's a little scratched. I'm going to have to take that to my guy. I'm like, all right, well, listen, give me your number and go see your guy and tell me how much it's going to be and I'll pay half of it. All right, that's what I tell the guy. Calls me, tells me it's going to be 200 bucks. I said, all right, I'll give you 100 bucks. I'll meet you at Wawa tomorrow. We'll get coffee. He's like, okay. I never saved this guy's number. I'm pretty sure I deleted it after this. Met there, he's an old douchebag named Joe Bevilacqua. When I looked him up, he's the Sons of Italy guy. I think he was a car dealer in South Philly for like 30 years. <laughs> Joey, he, when he, when I saw him in uh, Wawa that day, he was wearing an embroidered jacket with like gold lettering that said Joey B on the back. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> so rocking it. Fucking Super. Paisan. He's like, God, bug, gold. <laughs> but this guy was doing all right he fucking this guy insurance scammed me i'm sure he did uh, <laughs> slip and fall <laughs> pretty much happened i backed out first i watched him back into me in my rear view there's nothing i can do to contest this and i'm like not going into why i want to ask for the cameras I'm not calling the cops we're not bringing insurance yeah. into this i'll meet this guy tomorrow i'm paying 100 bucks because didn't do shit to my truck it fucked up his car Jeez. um give him 100 bucks that's the last of it. I've never seen this guy ever again. Never talked to him. Probably deleted number, deleted message. I send him this like tirade of messages to Facebook requesting things. And then in my suggested friends, doesn't say any mutual friends, doesn't say there's any reason for this guy to be in my suggested friends. Just says Joey Bevilacqua. What the <laughs> and fuck? Like, of the old white dude. I'm like, you're fucking kidding me, right? Facebook's threatening me, Raymond. They're like, we know about that guy you paid a hundred bucks for. <laughs> you sons of bitches, no way. What the fuck? No fucking way. They're about to blackmail you. Dude, I'm waiting for them to be like it. Like, we know you looked up weird shit when you were 19. <laughs> like, how's this even in my memories on Facebook? <laughs> You've never contacted this guy whatsoever before through Facebook, and it just... Never, ever, 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 ever. Never looked him up. Never. I, I literally... um. When I met him, I Googled it. I looked up his name just to make sure it wasn't like some goofball. Because also, I saw his jacket. I'm like, this guy's fresh as hell. Who is he? He's a car salesman in like South, in South Philly for like 30 years. <laughs> He's a like, Joey B. I sold you a shitty car. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's how the week's been going. Facebook fucking got to me. Dude, you know Jeff Becca died? Did you hear about this? All right, so there's been a couple Becks that died recently this past week, right? There's the guy from Nitro Circus or the Drift Circuit, and then Ken, Jeff Beck, right? That's Ken Block. Ken Block, sorry. B names. Yeah. Ken Block was the guy who drove the drifter cars and did, like, rally racing, and there's a specific kind of racing he did. I forget what it was. I think it was called Jim Gymkhana. He set the tone on the NAR. He was honestly dope as shit. I used to follow him a little bit when I used to ride dirt bikes with Alec and stuff. Dude was so dope. I think he died in oh, a wait. snowmobiling accident. I saw that. That's what I saw. Dude, that's gnarly as fuck. By that's the way. horrible. He I was, know, but like. He was a really dope dude. He was super cool. For like what he liked doing for a living, that's the way you want to go out. Like, dude, Roy Holiday, as fucked up as his story was. And we got to fact check this one because I, I don't want to fuck up Roy Holiday's history. Roy Holiday died in a plane crash. Hey, and you know what it was? It was the fucking one of those aquatic planes that you could, t it looked like a dolphin and you could take off from the crest of a wave. And he took off incorrectly and smacked into a wave and died. 
Yeah. And when the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah. He had a large here. amount of amphetamines in his body. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember reading this. I was like, oh dude. So like Rui Holiday was like one of those like like just badass hard nosed pitchers in the league. If there's any way to go out, going out in a dolphin boat all amped up <laughs> out of the way. It's probably the way you want to go out as a as a major league retired Hall of Famer. It's so weird because he was like a chill dude. He wasn't in, he wasn't crazy at all. He's like, you guys want to get on some poppers and go fly a boat? <laughs> but yeah, Jeff Beck died, and fucking insane. Je- Jeff Beck was he's one of the guitar legends. Yeah, if not the legend, he actually mm-hmm. replaced. Uh, Good. He replaced Eric Clapton when he was twenty. When he, Jeff Beck was twenty years old, he replaced Eric Clapton in the Yardbirds, which is pretty nuts. And then went on to do a lot of other stuff. Didn't they reference him in Futurama one time? You might be thinking of of Beck. See, that's who I thought it was, Raymond. I was no. like, guys, I don't think this is Beck. <laughs> Dude, me and George went to a concert. We saw. Um, we saw Cage the Elephant and Beck live in in Camden, New Jersey, like four or five years ago. It was fucking amazing. The XPN or WPX concert or something like that? No, this was just at a... What did they call it? The BB&T Pavilion. It was just a concert that I bought tickets to. You mean the BB&T, not the PNC? <laughs> yeah, BB&T Pavilion. Mm-hmm. But it was fucking amazing. But yeah, dude, Jeff Beck died... I fucked up and left the front door propped when I took the Christmas tree out, and the wind caught whiff. <laughs> we just saw your gut. Your gut Zito was hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to cut that part out. Right? <laughs> no. Yeah, we are, dude. We're not showing that. I would have everything power to cancel you if you show my gut. <laughs> I think Raymond's been molesting children down in Baltimore this whole time. <laughs> Crazy deaths this week. A lot of people dying. Who? Who's been so Jamie Presley? Lisa, no, Lisa Marie Presley. Not Jamie Presley. Who else died this week? Jeff Beck, obviously. You said. Yeah. Anybody else crazy? Barbara Walters died like a week ago. Now, who was that again? Barbara Walters. I don't know what stories she broke specifically. She was like one of the foremost investigative journalists. From like I think the eighties, maybe. But she was on a lot of different television, like TV shows and whatnot. Twenty twenty. She was on The View for a while. She was one of the most semi normal people on The View. I feel like we're having a conversation. Like you remember, uh, Grandma. Anytime you went over there and we watched TV, they'd be like, "Oh, so and so died. You see that?" <laughs> yeah. Just sitting there drinking tea, eating potato chips, being like, Did you see that young boy died? It's crazy. He was a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but also, our parents are moving. We haven't talked about that. Yeah. To Michigan. To, me, to the the big thumb. The big hand. The, something like that. Yeah. Shaped like They're going to Ann Arbor, Michigan. Yeah. My dad's taking his talents to Ann Arbor. They're like out there exploring right now. Coaching the cheesesteak eating team over at the Ann Arbor Athletic Buildings. He sent us some weird ass shit. 
He's gonna go there and be like, "You gotta get the right bread." It's all about the bread. He just sent us a text about, of all the things that for him to find, he said Chelsea, Michigan, home of Jiffy peanut butter. Nice area. Period. It's just a, it's a picture of a silo with Jiffy on the side of it. Probably made his day. Probably was like, yeah, no shit, they make peanut butter out here. <laughs> it's so random. Michigan's an interesting place. I feel like uh, he's gonna like it a lot. I just think it's funny he's just moving all the way out there, which is cool. Ann Arbor's cool. You don't know this, I don't think, because you've never been there, but Ann Arbor is like one of the most popular weed locations in Michigan for their legalization. Like when they legalized pot in Michigan. Oh, no shit. Ann Arbor was like one of the first cities that was like sitting at the forefront of it trying to get legalized. Ann Arbor's like right across the water from Canada, right? I think so. Like Lake Erie, I think, splits it. It's cool out there. I think he's going to like it. Yeah. I think we're like visiting there. I like Michigan. Yeah. Oh, you know what's uh first off, you know what's gonna be the first text we get from him? He's like, I found a place with good bread. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's all about his meats and cheeses and sandwiches. If you're wondering where we got our inspirations that came from him, like <laughs> he's gonna be like, Oh, the bread sucks here. Everywhere I go, the bread sucks. He's That's what he say says it. about Baltimore. When he came to Baltimore, he's like, They don't got any good bread here. And then like he found that one place. He's like, I found one place. With good bread and lunch yeah. meat. You know what is popular as shit in Michigan? Paste pasties? No, no, no. That's just pasties. I just said pasties, the things you put on your nipples. <laughs> pasties are those like hot the potato hot pocket of the North Michigan part. Yeah. Um Coney Island hot dogs. Yeah. That's a big Chicago Dude, thing, isn't it? it yeah, and they're hella popular in Michigan, the Detroit and everything. Dude, I, when I went out there the first time, I was like, man, they got hot dogs in this joint? I went out to a place and slammed some hot dogs and something which is going to sound awful, but it's a loose cheeseburger. <laughs> what do you mean loose? They call it a loose cheeseburger. It's They take a burger, chop it up, put cheese on it, put it on a hot dog roll, like a mini cheesesteak, and put mustard on it on a loose cheeseburger. What the fuck? Is this a chopped cheeseburger? Pretty much. It slams. Slams a whole bunch. It probably hits. What am I saying? Yeah, I know. I was like, I, you do one of those things, you're like, oh my God, am I really doing this right now? But I'm like, <laughs> I know I'm doing this right now. They chopped up meat, put it on bread. <laughs> Michigan's an interesting place. German as hell. Do you remember when we went on vacation when we were kids and we went there for vacation one year and we went to Frankenmuth, the most German place in America? <laughs> I forgot that spot. I remember the UP, the Upper Peninsula, the most. They had a, a restaurant there that was known for like huge chicken schnitzel. And they had this like giant, like this big ass wooden chicken you took pictures of out front. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They had like a, like a, a hanging rail car that would go through the town, right? Yep. You remember and that? then they had a, there was a restaurant there called Tiffany's. Remember that? No. So there's a restaurant there called Tiffany's, and the reason why it's called that is there's Tiffany's chandeliers all over the restaurant. Interesting. They have like they have like the most Tiffany chandeliers anywhere in the country, like historically and the oldest or something like that. And I I ju I just remember this when we were talking about this. They had a one pound cheeseburger, and lo and behold, your fat brother Declan went to go to challenge to eat the burger. Remember that? <laughs> I don't know. 
you guys all got lunch. And I go there, and they're like, we got a one-pound cheeseburger. It was like two half-pound big-ass patties on a big bun. And uh, you guys all sat there while I made myself look fat on vacation once again. That's funny. I, uh, I sat there and slammed a big-ass cheeseburger. I'm looking at in, Tiffany's right now. In Frankenmuth, Michigan. Turn-of-the-century restaurant slash bar featuring fresh pastas, pizzas, and charbroiled specialties. Streetside patio, home of the original pasta pizza. What? Pasta. No, Cheesecake Factory is home of the first pasta pizza. <laughs> um, they have, uh, you ever gone to Cheesecake Factory? No, never been to the Cheesecake Factory. There's a literal dish called chicken parmesan pizza style. Interesting. They take a big sheet of chicken that they've chopped up and made into a big cutlet and it looks like a pizza and they bread it and fry it cover it in mozzarella and sauce and then serve it with angel hair it is retardedly good raymond <laughs> chef's kiss chef's kiss guy there's a guy in the back of this mall making cheese in this cheesesteak cheesesteak cheesecake factory have you ever been to you've never been to cheesecake factory no the men gigantic raymond it's like a, a ten-page me- menu. It's there's too many things on it, but they'll make any of it. Why you They're gotta one- fight with me at cheesecake? What is it? <laughs> the Drake lyric? <laughs> Why you gotta fight with me at cheesecake? <laughs> you know I love to go there. They one of their really good cheesecakes is a pineapple upside down cheesecake. Whoa, pineapple upside down is my favorite cake, dude. That shit hits. Dude, mommy used to make an incredible one growing up. Yeah. I want the recipe. Right. I called her back. She's like, it's actually not the actual recipe. You know that? I actually have a separate cake recipe, and then I use the regular recipe for the coating and everything else. Yeah, it's like, a yellow cake I think she makes. I'm like, it's a bop. The bop is hell, mom. <laughs> my owner, for my birthday while I was working, I worked on my birthday, she made me pineapple upside-down cake. Nice. So nice gotta be done right dude it's all about the brown butter <laughs> we are cake snobs i am a fat guy <laughs> so are you looking for me to embarrass myself about food right now <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah man you know i keep saying this i can't tell that we're about to have a kid so like i can tell we're getting deep into the throes of her pregnancy she's emotional as hell so we went to giant grocery store the other day and we were shopping. And uh, her doctors, you know, telling her what she's got to do. She's like, hey, I need you to get your iron up. So they got her an iron supplement. And they told her, like, hey, like, you know, if you're eating cereal that's low in iron, maybe have some eggs because eggs have a high iron. And uh, so she knows this. And we're in the grocery aisle. And she's like, this cereal's on sale. That cereal's on sale. This and that. And I'm like, so you still want to get cereal? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay. I was like, do you think maybe you should have eggs all week, though, since you need to bring your iron up? She goes, yeah, I guess. And then just starts crying in the middle of the cereal aisle. I'm like, oh, oh my God, Christina, I'm sorry. She's like, I, it's okay. I just wanted some cereal. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> she just gets violent. She she pulls out a handgun starts threatening people. She's like, I just wanted cereal. <laughs> 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 um, no, she, uh, 
take it easy, put it down. <laughs> like, I was like, how about we just find a serial Italian iron? She's like, okay. And like, so she's like crying, and it's we're both laughing because she's crying about it. And then we're trying to get her together, like, because she's like crying about it. And a woman walks up the aisle. I'm like, oh my God, Christina, you gotta stop crying. Looks like I've just been harassing you. <laughs> Dude, I was at a bar, uh, like an Irish irish pub last night out in towson it's kind of like the spot where it's a little bit older than where everybody doesn't look like they're in high school and <laughs> there's like this group of just drunk ass girls next to me and john and the one girl is just she's like at the bar just constantly wiping her eyes just crying at the bar <laughs> like how, why would you do that <laughs> like why are you crying did you ever find out why? No, and she just continued to cry for like 20 minutes as they just drank and yelled and danced. You should have gone over there and be like, what's up, little baby? Is everything okay? <laughs> don't I, you cry. I was steering clear of that, dude. I don't need that shit. Yeah, you definitely don't need woman problems right now. <laughs> After we went to Giant, I had to go to the dollar store for something. And I don't care how trashy the dollar store is. I still try to remain like, integri like integrity intact. Like, so what I mean is, like, I'll itch my own butthole at home, but I won't scratch my ass in public. I literally, dude, we were in the giant, and my butt was itchy, and I was like, Christina, I can't do it in here. I was like, I can't pick, I can't do this in here right now. Like, I can't itch my ass in this, in this packed grocery store, because there was just people everywhere around me. And at one point, it got so bad that we were, like, cutting a corner, and no one was around me, and I was like, oh, you just gotta get a wedgie out. <laughs> I <laughs> I like announced it to her. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Seven? <laughs> it's not getting better. And I'm like, all right, well, let's go to the dollar store. I need to get something. We go in there and it's worse. And I had, I'm like, I'm dancing around, like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> doing a jumping like, jacks. <laughs> yes, like doing one of those. And Christina's like in an aisle crying, laughing. And a woman comes around the corner as I'm like mid. I have one foot planted, the other leg up, and like spreading my legs to spread. <laughs> it was, she comes around the corner, sees me doing it, and just immediately turns around and goes back into the corner. <laughs> she backs away slowly. I was like, Christina, we gotta get out of here. Are you gonna raise your kid to be garbage, or are you gonna instill perfect values? And, and, uh, well, what I was working on in there was trying to teach myself how to itch my butthole without using my hands. So if I can learn that, dude, it's impossible. gonna be impossible <laughs> i've thought i've tried it a million times i tried to use my mind a thousand times it doesn't work. we're at about an hour right now i think we had something funny going on here the whole beginning of this was was hilarious i think the end of this was pretty funny here i mean what else do you want from us people we're trying to be funny now this shit's fun i had fun the good zoom episode thank you guys this is another one this is the let me call you back podcast Check out our links. We have a link tree now with all of the links to everything in our bios, on our pages. And message us. Send us some questions. Maybe we can read some questions on air. Talk to yeah. the people. Maybe speak to those people from Barbados and see what happens. If you're a Philly-based comedian, a Delaware County-based comedian, a tri-state comedian, PA, um, New Jersey, Delaware, and you want to shoot the shit with us sometime or want to hang out and get on the episode, give us a call. Shoot us a message on our social medias. Yeah. We'll try to get you in. We're trying to make this funnier. So uh, 
you want to be a part of it or you think you want to add to it, hit us up. And that's it. Thank you guys. Appreciate Later. it. Bye bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. We would really appreciate the support. Find us on Instagram at 555 Let Me Call You Back and on Facebook at the Let Me Call You Back Podcast. You can find comedian Declan Brooks on Instagram at Declan Loves Meatballs. See you next time.